welcome back to Talking Flick, where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly movies and TV. As always, my co-host, Ryan. Uh, uh, Tyler, is, is that you? Oh, where am I? Uh, I'm, I'm back, and you can't keep me down! <laughs> <laughs> this is Talking uh, Flick, and we're here to make you feel sad and stuff. And <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. 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 So, oh man, it's good to be back, Tyler. Oh yeah, it is. Especially with uh this movie too, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Probably, I don't know, super quotable. Like you could just just like Step Brothers. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah. could just you could just quote so it all day long. <laughs> I'm in I'm in lesbians with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of my favorites. It's the L word. Lesbian? No, the other L word, Scott. Lesbians. Like, oh yes, that's that's right. That's right. My and, favorite my favorite one is milk and eggs, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Being vegan just makes you better than everyone else. Oh man. <laughs> what you a mean time. Chicken's not vegan. <laughs> chicken chicken parmesan's not vegan. <laughs> Explain to me how does vegan make give you psychic powers again? <laughs> it's great. And uh, so many uh, oh, so man. many superheroes. There's a lot of superheroes in this yeah, movie. man yeah it, it, you know ton. i i never pay attention to actors and actresses and all that i just watch movies for entertainment but ever since i've been on the podcast now i'm starting to recognize names and this had a big pretty, one yeah, yeah a pretty big all-star cast and this is before a lot of them got like huge it got like yeah. super big because uh, yeah man it's insane yeah, it was this 2010? So I don't, I don't think uh, Chris Evans was Captain America yet, or if he no, was, no, definitely he, yeah, he was not. Barely casted, if he was, you know, if if at that point he was, but yeah, because yeah, you have yeah. Chris Evans as Lucas Lee, uh, yeah, Brie Larson, Captain Marvel, and then uh, Brandon Ralph, who was Superman in Superman Returns, and uh, oh, it was that yeah, was Superman. Vegan, oh yeah, shoot, that was Superman. Oh my goodness, my my wife oh, was saying and what? Punisher. Uh, Thomas Jane is Punisher, and he's oh, in this are you too. Serious? Yeah, oh, he's one the of the hell? he's the he's the vegan police, and <laughs> oh, that's hilarious, man. Yeah, man, there's a bunch of people on here, and my wife was asking, "Hey, is that Superman?" And I was like, "No, that's not Henry Cavill." <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I guess it was Superman. Yeah. Oh, one one more too. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, uh, Huntress in the Suicide okay. Squad, or uh, not Suicide Squad, Harley the. Harley Quinn's long movie, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no one cares. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're Harley Quinn, and no one cares about the rest of that title. And so, oh, Birds yeah. and Prey—that's what it was. <laughs> oh, uh, but man. yeah, it's it, it's funny because it is a manga comic book movie, and with all these comic book superheroes, it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really funny because uh, I think there's a sequel in the in the magna uh, comic book. Um, but no sequel to this just yet. I think it was just kind of like a one and done. Mm. But uh, and of course, like Edgar Wright had directed uh, Scott Pilgrim and he went on to yeah, kind yeah. of sort of do Ant-Man because he did, I think, like, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he had directed Ant-Man, but then he backed out because of creative differences. And then I think uh, Peterson or whatever his name, whoever the Ant-Man guy is now, he, he directs it. And so, <laughs> oh, Nick, <laughs> where are you? I know, right? Yeah, I was you're the fact checker. <laughs> it's not important it's not important but yeah, yeah every okay. every super every superhero is in this movie but uh as always we'll start off a little bit of movie news uh i only got one piece but i thought it was a little crazy because uh hbo max you know how snyder's getting his snyder cut right yeah so yeah. uh hbo max is dropping 70 million to do reshoots and re-edits and recuts to uh piece this thing together 
And that's the thing that threw me off. I'm like, reshoots. 70 more million? Yeah, seven, like this is, this is getting expensive because Justice League was, they redid it twice basically. And now it's being redone a third time, you know, but now it's 70 million. And I guess uh, they were trying that's to get insane. everybody to go back. Yeah. So they were trying to get the cast to come back to do some reshoots. Uh, but Ray Fisher has some beef going on with Warner Brothers right now because of a toxic work environment. That's just what it's labeled. It's like the Ellen thing, you know? Mm, and yeah. so I'm not sure what toxic work environment really means, but, <laughs> but you know, it, that's what Ray Fisher's accusing them of, that that was just like a huge mess with Joss Whedon when they were doing the, the re, when they were redoing Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. but Ray Fisher says he's not coming back to do it. Henry Cavill says he's not coming back to do reshoots. Uh, so I think Gal Gadot and uh, Ben Affleck were the only ones who are going to be coming back to do some reshoots. The other ones are like, no, we're we're done with this. Like, because I thought this thing was it, done, you know? Yeah, I thought, yeah. When what what are they going to do? That sounds yeah. insane. Yeah. How are they going to get two actors to make it so that it's a cohesive story? That's, right. I don't and, understand. And so, I mean, that kind of tells you, too, like, was this thing really as done as he said it was? Or did he just kind of con everybody into believing, like, no, this was done. It was going to be amazing. And now he has to, like, deliver a product. <laughs> like... <laughs> oh, man. So, so Tyler, off the, off the top of your head, do you know the budget for the original Justice League movie? Oh, no, it must have. I think it. Uh, I always hate saying the budget for movies because I feel like I always sound stupid when I give out a number that's nowhere near. But I think yeah, it's yeah. Our, I think it's in the in the two hundreds. Let me double check that real quick. But yeah, it is insane that you know they're yeah, dropping I, more money on this thing. Yeah, the, the, just the sheer fact. I know that it was a blockbuster, and I know they spent a huge amount of money just to make uh, Justice League possible. But for them to not only put it on HBO Max to do these the what is that the Schneider cut that yeah. already was a couple of million right there, and then for them to do another seventy another million, seventy that's ridiculous. Yeah, man. so it if looks this like this is over. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh yeah, it looks like it is uh, three hundred million. So was was it just was reportedly? Oh my yeah. goodness! So and that not including, I'm assuming not including marketing. Ed, they must be hiding those numbers too because it may have been way more oh, yeah. expensive. So, but HBO Max is picking up the 70 million uh, tab, and I think it's going to be not the movie but the four parter. So I think that's what they're going into. So oh we're, my goodness, yeah, we're gonna have fun <laughs> watching that, especially if it's awful and you have to watch for like uh, oh, over hours no. of that stuff. It's just like oh. Four hours of Snyder Cut Justice League. Like after that, I'm gonna. I, I've talked about it before. I'm just like I'm done with Snyder Cut. Like I'm done with. <laughs> I'm done with Zack Snyder's like comic book movies. I'll see anything yeah, else he does, but after this, it's like I'm done. I can't go through another Snyder Cut. <laughs> I I feel you, man, and I can't believe like. I'm just assuming that it's going to be over $400 million. That yeah. sounds like a crazy amount of money just for one movie. Yeah. One movie? That's insane, man. I mean, I guess we're not getting any new movies because of COVID. So I guess that's something where they're putting it into getting new <laughs> so content. All of, yeah. <laughs> just so all of the other movies are just giving the money to them. Yeah, that's, that's insane. <laughs> oh, so, my goodness, man. Oh, man. But yeah, do people so, want this? I don't even know if I want this, man. I, like, I don't know who? either. Like, I was excited when the when the second time I'd watched the Snyder Cut trailer, I was like, okay, you know, I, I'm a little excited for it, but you know, with caution. But even when we started this podcast, it was just like we're coming up on our hundredth episode. And it's like, man, we've been talking about Snyder Cut 
for like two years. <laughs> like it just seems like forever. Like this whole podcast. Ooh, it's yeah, like every oh episode. What are we doing with the Snyder Cut? And it's just <laughs> for so long we've been talking about Snyder. And now it's like another 70 minutes. Like why not? Just give him yeah. more money. <laughs> like just... it, it doesn't even it doesn't even seem like this movie's going to be profitable. Like it's it's like they just want to send out a message that oh um now they just back themselves in a corner yeah yeah we have a, a Schneider cut we have it like right here and they don't want to look like they're liars so they're willing to put in seventy million more so that they can make this happen that sounds stupid yeah it does but that's the only bit of movie news I have I mean at this point it's just I guess if it's an extra what's it, an extra seventy million you know compared to the three hundred million yeah. that they had already spent. And the marketing, and it's just now you're trying to get Ben Affleck I back don't know, for Tyler. reshoots. Yeah, it's it's crazy rough. If but. you think about it, seventy million, you could do a pretty good indie movie with seventy million dollars. <laughs> you know, and yeah, it's, it's kind of like you, if you gave seventy million dollars to Blumhouse, they could make you know two point five three movies with their horror genre and probably make yeah. more money off of that because Blumhouse has been killing it with their you know. Their part, their projects, where they're under, I think they're usually underwear between like five and ten million. Uh, yeah, give, give this, that money, yeah. Hey, give that money to M Night Shyamalan. I'd like to see him do something <laughs> with seventy million dollars. <laughs> Another Avatar. That's book two. Let me see book two. <laughs> I want to see what M Night Shyamalan's gonna do with book oh, two. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's gonna be complete garbage. We can save that for the next yeah. movie month. Oh man. <laughs> Uh, speaking of like Avatar, uh, the original creators—I always forget their name. They're writers over on Family Guy, I think, for a little bit. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, they left the Netflix project over with Avatar, yes. and because uh, of creative differences. Creative differences. I saw that. Yeah. Oh so. man, did you did you see some? Did you see the artwork of uh, Appa? Yeah, I saw the artwork of Appa, and it looks good, but it's just kind of like I still don't know how you can do that live action. You know? Yeah. Cause you're working, neither do I. Yeah, because when you're working with actual elements like even if it is cg like fire or you know what i mean it's just it seems really yeah, expensive you can definitely like, see yeah yeah <laughs> i like get it, you man yeah it seems really hard and impossible to actually do but they're netflix is trying so netflix has been trying to get this i guess off the ground for like a couple of years but the creators keep on coming and leaving and so yeah you <laughs> definitely have to give it to them tyler who other streaming services we have hbo max now um which one of them has the best originals like like that are consistently on point did would do you have a opinion on that um i guess it's so hard because everybody has originals and everyone has like certain good originals because like netflix of course has stranger things amazon prime has the boys which i'm a huge fan of um i <laughs> that's, get, they, that's all they have yeah that's all they have yeah that's literally like i don't i don't remember ever going on prime video unless it's to watch the boys like <laughs> like that's, that's yeah really I, about I was it. i was gonna watch scott pilgrim on amazon but then i found out that it's not available on prime <laughs> yeah it's just you know uh i i guess i'd have to give it i guess i'd have to give it maybe to hbo or maybe even netflix as far as because hbo stuff is all technically original you know but of course yeah it, yeah you know but that's the kind of thing where it was out on tv and then now it's just you, you, it's the same as tv except now you can just watch it on your phone or you can watch it on any streaming device anytime you want so well what i'm saying is if you had an opportunity to do a live action avatar movie who would you give it to uh, oh, okay. streaming services probably hbo hbo well yeah probably yeah know. yeah hbo has been killing it man and yeah. if 
if they're gonna do something good with it, then by all means. But and Netflix apparently, has it, so. yeah, apparently they have the budget to do it. If they can just drop seventy million, you know, for <laughs> for Snyder, yeah. yeah, then it's like, but yeah, yeah I mean, I'd say just <laughs> keep keep it keep it as a cartoon. You know, it's a great cartoon. Just maybe don't even touch it. You know, just kind of leave it alone because the last time it got touched, <laughs> nobody liked it, and so yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe just try to work on a new cartoon, you know, and if people want more Avatar, just kind of go that route, go the cartoon route because it's cheaper. And... But Tyler, nostalgia, <laughs> nostalgia, Tyler. That's what everyone wants. But I'm I'm an adult and I still love to watch cartoons. So, I mean, like, <laughs> you're, you're, you're going you're to have that audience, you know, and the people who <laughs> generally like the cartoon, I'm assuming that they also, you know, still watch cartoons. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's all I got for movie news. Uh, unless is there anything you want to throw in there, Ryan? I don't. I don't think anything uh, else. To be is completely happening. honest, I really don't know what's going on. That's man, correct. So. Yeah, that's that's it. Just yeah. just Snyder. Nothing else is going on. Everything's getting yeah. delayed. Um, I think uh, David Harbor. Snyder is thriving. Yeah, Snyder is thriving. Yeah, <laughs> Snyder's the one thriving right now. So, but yeah, everything's getting delayed. I think they pushed uh, Black Widow's officially coming out like in 2021 now. So, oh my goodness, yeah. that sucks. That's yeah. terrible. Yeah. So like they Ugh. they pushed they pushed everything back. So now it's like with the MCU, you're you're gonna be getting all that stuff in the new year. So 2021, I think is, I want to say May 2021 is when you're getting Black Widow. But I might be wrong on that one. But it's so you, some some year Tyler, in May. You, Tyler, you're telling me that I have nothing to look forward to towards the end of this year. Just well, you, just crawling in a hole and dying right now you you can watch the boys i'm telling you because you haven't come back to it you, i'm telling you should watch the boys it's great yeah it's it's super i know good. i know nick has been telling me i it, i don't know what's wrong with me i i just haven't revisited it since we've watched it and you guys did two more episodes on the yeah. boys which shows how good it is which is kind of crazy for talking flick standards but whatever <laughs> yeah it is a little crazy we'll that we, we revisited and everything but yeah so i mean yeah, you should check it out. It's, I guess it's one of those things where you kind of want to binge watch it. So where it's dangerous because you could just like blow eight hours, you know, watching this thing. Yeah. Or yeah. even four hours or five uh, hours. And then you don't have that time to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely get into it. And when I do, you, everyone will hear about it. Everyone on Twitter, all of our fans, I'll, I'll mention it to everyone. <laughs> I'd give uh, it a couple of years. <laughs> uh, so we're going to move on from our movie movie news segment. So we're going to jump into Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Uh, of course, spoiler warning. You know, that's for anything. I mean, this is 10 years old now, you know, so. And it's yeah, over on that's Net- crazy. It's, yeah, it's 10 years old. Uh, it's over on Netflix. So anybody, you could go watch it. You know, almost everybody has Netflix. But uh, I guess we'll get your reaction, Ryan, as far as like when you first saw it or even now with rewatching it. Like, was this your second time or was this... Uh, uh, I- I've actually watched it a couple of times. I thought okay. this movie was pretty great uh, when I was back in high school and college. But my reaction now is Scott is terrible. He is He's so bad. the worst. Yeah. <laughs> he is like, you know, Scott is the worst. Like, Michael Sarah is amazing. And it's just... <laughs> He's 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 good in this. Like he's he's he's. I I think he's good in this. And Mike, because Michael Sarah is he's like the king of the nerds. I don't know what to say. Like he's he is uh he's he's great in Arrested Development. And it's just in this, he is Scott Pilgrim for sure. Like it's he's so oh, bad. Man. You know what? It's funny because I used to really like uh Michael Sarah. And I I watched him in Arrested Development. I watched him in Juno. I watched him in. Is it uh end of the world or what is it? This is the end. 
Oh, uh, this is the end. Yeah, where he's yeah, uh, this is the end. Addicted to cocaine yeah. and doing all that stuff. And- <laughs> yeah. And and I I used to really like him, but in this movie, I don't know why I found him so annoying. Maybe it's just as I get older, my opinions of teenagers. It's just that whole. Well, he's not a teenager. He's twenty two in the movie, right? Yeah, but that's twenty two. That yeah. Angsty. Uh, I, I I don't I I don't like his character. I, I don't like Scott. Maybe I just don't like him now because he's the embodiment of Scott. But yeah, he he yeah. is, and like it's just. Re rewatching it because I've seen it maybe about three or four times now, maybe in the fives. But rewatching it, it's just like every time, like God, Scott, you're the worst. Especially with like the knives when he breaks up with knives. Oh you know? yeah, man! It's like, dude, like it's <laughs> knives so, got a oh, raw deal in man. all this. Like, <laughs> you should break up with your fake high school girlfriend, Scott. Like, <laughs> and I think I think it's just like because you, you kind of hate Scott in this, but all like every single character kind of surrounding him, it, I feel like is really good. Like I oh, like yeah, the sister, definitely. like you know, like Anna Kendrick is hilarious in this. Audrey oh yeah, Paz yeah. is so funny. Um, even like the band favorite. members, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Pasa is definitely my favorite in this movie. She's MVP. She was so funny in every single scene that she came in on. And I, I also like the band, the band members. Kim, the the drummer. She oh yeah, Kim, great. the drummer, and yeah. uh, I always forget the other guy name. He's the lead guitarist. In Young there. Neil and, and Young um, Neil. Uh, I I always forget oh, the man, lead I guitarist. I forgot what the guy's name. I'll have to oh, look Steve, it up. Stephen, Stephen, yeah, Stephen, uh, yeah, Stephen or Stephen, yeah, yeah, Stephen. There you go. Yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah. Stephen <laughs> or Stephen, which is uh, played by Mark Webber, and uh, we actually covered him in the green room when the movie with oh. Anton Yelchin and Patrick's neo-Nazi Patrick Stewart, and so, so he's oh, actually he was in, in there. the green room. Which one is he? He, I think he's also the guitarist, and he's the one who dies in it too. He gets, I think he gets uh, <laughs> stabbed in the back a bunch of times, or you know, I think that was him. And so, okay, all right, I want to sucks. Yeah, so and he plays another musician, but in that one, you know, he gets wrecked pretty hard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, of course, we'll kind of jump into the numbers with it. So, over on IMDb, we've got it like at a seven and a half. So, generally, that's pretty good. IMDb usually yeah, grades their stuff bad. a little bit harder. Yeah, so. Or it's more free forum, I think. So it's generally like the things are always lower on INDB compared to Rotten Tomatoes. Over on Rotten Tomatoes, they have it uh, 82% with audience, I believe. Oh, no, uh, 82% with critic and then 84% with audience. So pretty, pretty decent, you know, especially for a 10 year old movie that, you know, came out and is sort of it's a comic book movie, but also sort of a video game movie, I guess you could say. Uh, oh no it's definitely a yeah, video game like, movie yeah it's it's you, it's something i've debated with a bunch of people where it's like is it a video game movie and i'd put it like yeah you know you've got a lot of element i mean the whole entire world is video game based so it's just i don't know if it's so much meta but it's just it's very like you know they're using i think the the zelda like it, they use a lot of like the audio from video yeah, games yeah. yeah and so i don't play much video games but i recognize the audio everyone knows it and yeah well like it's based off of the manga slash comic book that was made by a canadian writer and it it was definitely heavily influenced by geek culture, comic books, uh, anime, video games, and all that yeah. stuff. And I think and Canada, Wright, yeah, and Canada. But I think Edgar Wright did a really good job in terms of capturing the feel of the original work because the way the cinematography is great. The transitions from scene to scene, it has this dreamlike state, a video game feel, and it goes into these different comic book panels like uh mixing in the animations and the the live action i yeah. think it's awesome the um, p bar the, play... all the all the anim- yeah, yeah. all of it yeah, yeah all the actions yeah yeah 
And uh, what is that? One of the things that I liked was uh, in the final fights when uh, uh, Gideon is going against uh, Scott and he pulls out the sword, but uh, the lights that were trailing on the sword swings, they were pixelated to kind of give it that video game feel so there's a lot of things that i really liked in terms of the visuals and just the subject matter but i think that the main character scott is just such a terrible character he's so bad bad. what what makes the movie for me is just all the people that are surrounding uh scott and I, i think that also plays to the whole video game comic book feel because everyone's lives revolve around Scott knives, the bands, uh, these evil exes and stuff, all the things that they do and uh, how would their lives work revolve around Scott. So it really gives you a feel of a video game or a comic book or something like that. Oh yeah. So, I mean, it was a $60 million budget and opening weekend only did about 10 millions and worldwide it did about 47 million. So it didn't exactly turn a profit like in terms of getting a sequel because I know there is a sequel in with the comic book. Um, with this property, I think it's just, just leave it alone. You know, I mean, this doesn't need a sequel 10 years yeah. later, which it never will, you know, but still like just leave it alone. You don't need to do a remake or anything because I feel that it is more timeless and classic because of that, you know, that comic book and also like that video game feel that you get in it. And it's like this sort of weird world. And there's like little things with the, with the movie too. Like for example, how, uh, they talk about, what was it? Uh, Brandon Ralph's character, the vegan, how he punched a hole in the moon. Right. And then, yeah, and, yeah. One, and then in the scene where like Scott Pilgrim's, you know, they're facing against the twins, right? And they blow the roof off, the roof off, and you can see the moon, and you see that there's a hole in the moon because Brandon Ralph punched yeah. a hole in there for, <laughs> uh, for Ramona, and so, <laughs> so it, it's, it's, it's a, it's a. It's definitely a very funny movie. They have a lot of good puns, a lot of jokes that are just like they they take these idioms and they make them literal, like tearing off the roof or something like yeah. that. Or or why don't you get a life and then he gets a one up and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's very clever. And I, I really like the, the wordplay that they used in it. Um, Also. The music, the music is oh, so good. The music yeah. is great. It's so it, I, it really I, gets you pumping. And so, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. When when this movie first came out, I watched it a couple of times, and a bunch of my friends were really into it. And uh, one of my friends, Jory, if you're out there and if you're listening, what up? He gave me the soundtrack to this uh, movie, and I would listen to it all the time. And some of the songs they bang. They're they're slappers, man. Freaking uh, uh, Clash of Demon Head. That that song that they do, I, I I don't remember who the original artist who actually sings it, but I really like that song. I liked all the songs that Sex and the Bomb does, the Garbage Truck one. Oh, Garbage Truck is great. Off yeah, against um, uh, Threshold, the one yeah, when Threshold. they're fighting against the uh, the twins. Oh man, there's such good music on the entire soundtrack. Um, also one thing I want to mention, uh, I'm a super big nerd and really into video games, especially the eight bit video games, which is based off of. Clash of Demon Head was originally the name of a NES game, and that's the name of the band. So okay. the original creator, yeah, he named it after an NES game. That <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a lot of Easter eggs. So uh, we're just going to take a quick commercial break to hear from our sponsor. I'll leave you alone forever now. You know this one girl with hair like this? Yes, that's Ramona Flowers. She's out of your league. You know her? Tell me now. She just moved here, got a job at Amazon. 
I have to order something really cool. Scott, are you waiting for the package you just ordered? Maybe. Scott Pilgrim? Hi, I was thinking about asking you out, but then I realized how stupid that would be. That's okay. You should just sign for this, all right? So do you want to go out sometime? I say yes, will you sign for your damn package? So, yeah, 8 o'clock? Come to this Battle of the Bands thing. You have a band. Yeah, we're terrible. One, two, three, four! Mr. Pilgrim! I'm Ramona's first evil ex-boyfriend. What? Wait, we're fighting over Ramona? Didn't you get my email explaining the situation? I skimmed it. Mm-mm. What was that all about? If we're gonna date, you may have to defeat my seven evil exes. So what you're saying is we are dating? I guess. Does that mean we can make out? Sure. Yeah, so as always, spoiler warning for this, I mean... A lot of it is good, like we were talking about, like with the music, and I especially like the animation they put in with the music, like when they're doing the uh, the base battle with Scott and oh, the, yeah. Uh, the vegan. Yeah, Todd. There we go. That's his name. And so yeah, Todd. <laughs> did you did you know that uh, that's actually Michael Sarah playing? Yeah, I looked that up, and so it's Michael Sarah, and I guess apparently he is very good at the bass, and like he had to yeah, tone down yeah. his playing because uh, I think the <laughs> other two actors, the the guitarist Stephen or Mark Webb, I can't remember his name, and uh, Kim. They had to like learn from scratch and he was already like, I guess, a pretty good bass player. And so he had to tone down his stuff so that way he could be on par with them. And so, but yeah, I love the, I I the bass battle. Uh, yeah, I think it was uh, Edgar Wright. He was like, oh, uh, go ahead and play the bass and stuff like that. And Edgar Wright didn't know that he actually knew how to play the bass. So Michael Sarah was like, oh, so like this. And then he just started playing it, <laughs> actually doing it. And it actually uh, surprised and impressed uh, Edgar Wright while he was doing the movie. Yeah, slapping the boss. So, yeah. From I love you, man. Yeah, slapping the boss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, did I don't know when I love you, man. It must have came like out right after this, too. So, yeah, yeah sla- I, slapping I the think boss. so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, of course, just a lot of great things love about this movie. And it, it's just, it's so funny. And I just love just all the dialogue in it, you know, the, the lesbian and lesbians. And, you know, it's a little weird, too. It's It's kind of like a little sneaky romantic kind of drama little hints of it here and there like as far as dealing with exes and moving on with your exes and yeah like, yeah, yeah i agree with like, that yeah like there, there's some little sneaky things there and like it's especially funny when you know he loses the first time around because he's doing it he gets the sword of love right yeah and yeah so, and of course he loses it because he's just like i'm just gonna do it for her all this stuff and of course after he gets a life he's like no i'm gonna do it for me and then he gets the sword of self-respect so that's something i've always <laughs> yeah. yeah it's 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 something small i'm sure like if nick was here be like that's stupid. You're dumb and you're wrong. <laughs> but, you know, I it's something I really like where it's just like, ah, oh, the sort of self-respect because it's like, well, you kind of have to, you know, get that to move on from your exes a bit. But yeah, it's it's yeah. it's funny and, how it's like that. <laughs> and for anyone out there that's listening that needs to hear this, you need to love yourself before you can love other people, right? That's, that's very true, yeah. <laughs> Cuz you can't <laughs> if you can't love yourself, then who's going to love you? And so <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I know. Uh but yeah, no. I I agree with you. I, I it is it is kind of sneaky and it's pretty progressive for the time 10 years yeah. ago and stuff like that the when he kept on talking about the ex-boyfriends he's like i have to fight against your seven ex-boyfriends and then he, she keeps on correcting him just because of uh, she had this uh she had a sexy face yeah that's like... 
<laughs> but uh, I, I, and the, the gay best friend, every time they wake oh, up. Oh, yeah. Wallace? And then, yeah, yeah, Wallace, and then he, uh, his boyfriend, and then another guy just wakes up right next to them. It's, it has a lot of good jokes in it. Like, yeah. I have to give it to it. And when I first watched the movie, I, I love this movie. I, I watched it a couple of times. Uh, I listened to the soundtrack a lot. And then I even watched the, uh, that's how I heard about the, uh, the the bass thing was because of the special features. I would watch the background stuff on it. Uh, I was pretty uh, uh, addicted to this movie. <laughs> special features are always amazing on a movie, especially yeah, yeah. like Lord of the Rings. That's like, I guess people say, like, don't go to film school. Just watch the special features on Lord of the Rings. Like, <laughs> that's the, yeah, that's that, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes yeah sense. That's, that's all you need because apparently I guess they explain everything there. But, oh, yeah, there's there's a lot of good <laughs> things. And even kind of back to, like, the progressive joke, like, with, with Wallace. And it's just funny. To, it's such a simple gag because you have Wallace, who, you know, who, of course, is gay. Uh, one of the McCulkins, one yeah. of them. And it's just so funny because he steals uh, Anna Kendrick's boyfriend. And it's just the the, the yeah. bed the bed gag is hilarious where it's just him and for whatever reason Scott and him share a bed and they sleep together yeah and, <laughs> yeah and so it's it's never touched upon it's never explained but Scott is just like so in love with girls all the time and he just sleeps you know uh, platonically with with his roommate and it's just funny with the bed where he's just like keeps on talking about where uh, what's her name um, Envy uh, Brie Larson's character when she finally comes back to town. And he's, he's not really over her. And it's just more guys keep on just kind of going yeah, into yeah. this bed. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, even just what you're talking about, it's just, it's a simple little gag where it's just each time you see it, it's just like another guy and then another guy or a different guy. And it's just, it's still funny each time. It's just like, and they're each just like, oh my gosh, like leave it alone. Like <laughs> you need to get over her. <laughs> I think it's funny that the joke evolved, even though it's like, it, it's just one joke, a running gag, but it keeps on evolving where eventually later in the movie, he tries, he tries to turn on the lights and then he's like oh you might have saw another man's genitalia and i'm sorry for that and he's sorry too <laughs> and he's like scott i'm gonna need to bed tonight for sex and for the rest of the year and <laughs> yes. uh, forever <laughs> and forever he's like I it, did it, it. it's just yeah it, it's just funny how they take a small joke they keep running with it and then it just evolves uh yeah. one of my favorite jokes that they had was when todd for whatever reason uh or yeah they're in the green room with uh clash of demon head and then knives st- jumps <laughs> up and says i kissed the lips they kissed you and then todd just goes up and then punches her in the face <laughs> and then he's like i'm not afraid to hit a girl and i'm like what <laughs> and then young neil is saying he knocked the highlights out of her hair. <laughs> it's just how young Neil reacts. It's just hilarious. <laughs> my my favorite, especially like with Todd, has got to be like, you'll be dust. The cleaning lady will get you on Monday. And he's just like, because it's Friday. <laughs> And she has the weekends off, so she'll be there Monday, right? <laughs> and it's just like, what? that's it's it's ridiculous because it's just like they're they're fighting with each other, and of course, like every fight, yeah, you know, yeah. is a uh, is what like a street fighter fight, I guess you could say, sort, yeah, yeah. sort of in a sense, yeah, it's a, it's a street fighter fight, and so it's like the fights. I in, I still really enjoy the fights, even like ten years ago. I'm just like, me wow, too, these, me too. These are, these are good fights, and they still are, and they're they're creative too. Like just the things, and even just like the people bursting into coins. I don't know if that's in the magna at all, but it's it's clever. I like that they burst into coins whenever you beat them. I don't know if they're dead. I don't know what happens to them, 
but apparently you can burst into coins. <laughs> <laughs> and so, <laughs> well, it, it, it's a callback to old school video games yeah. that when people die, they give coins. And I, and I, I thought that was great too. Tyler, what is your favorite fight? Like out of Ooh. all of them. And I, I have to agree with you. I think all of them are very creative. Each of them has their own gimmick. It's not just uh, a brawl. The first one was a brawl. And then, each one progressively gets better and better. Like the only one that kind of sucked was the um, the twins because oh, it yeah. was two at once. Yeah, but it was a, it made it a funny gag that she dated twins at one point, which yeah, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, like yeah, the and fight plus with... it was a good song. Oh yeah, it was a great song. Yeah, so like the fight with the twins. I mean. I, it's just it's just like a battle you know it's a band battle so i guess that's how i would put it oh up. yeah but, yeah. yeah i still i still enjoy the band battle that they do um my favorite one has probably got to be uh it's kind of torn between like lucas lee with uh chris evans oh, because, yeah. because it's 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 chris evans and he's just like ah, that's actually hilarious or he's like i'm a huge fan <laughs> why wouldn't you be you know just just stuff like that and maybe because you know you know chris evans dick is all over the internet now and yeah, so yeah. Maybe I, that's I think why, that's yeah. the reason <laughs> yeah and even just like ah, that's my stump double you know and so and then it's of course i always forget her name but the the his her girlfriend the the during her bi-curious phase and yeah it's i i like as far as like their fighting gets because ramona jumps in and i like as far as like they're fighting and then of course you know scott she's like i I can't hit a girl and then you know ramona's Mm -hmm. just using her to fight and then for whatever reason it's just the back of the knee and then she just explodes as i assume as she climaxes and it's just like who came (laughs) up with this like like why Tyler, you don't know a woman's body well enough. I, I obviously, yeah. <laughs> oh, and even even at the end when she's getting ready to burst into coins, she's like, "You'll never be able to do this to her," and she just blows up. <laughs> yeah, w- w- what a subtle dig. When I, I was know. when I was younger, when I watched this, I didn't get it. Now I completely understand. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that I I I think Lucas Lee. If Nick was here, he'd probably agree with you. He thinks I would think that that would be his favorite fights uh yeah man uh for me like i think i really like the first one because it yeah it's set up uh, i it, it was a good song leading into the fight and uh what's his name matthew patel yeah matthew it was, patel yeah it was just i think it was just a good setup for the rest of the movie pirates uh, are in this show- year <laughs> yeah it shows those like weird crazy characters and then he starts shooting fireballs out like you didn't even know it was part of the world and no one's reacting no one's like oh shoot he's shooting fireballs out everyone's like oh this is this is normal this is whatever i think that really sets the scene and that's why i really like it yeah i mean i all the fights are really good i can't just like say which one's like the worst or the best they're all like really really funny they're all really good especially if you haven't seen them in a while and even just like the backstory you kind of get on her and each of her exes. And it's just like, you know, she dated Matthew Patel, like what, in middle school or something like that. And he's still like an evil ex. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and for whatever reason, Gideon spent two hours gathering everyone's contact information to build the League of Exes. <laughs> oh, and that, it's like, that was a funny two scene too. It's like, you know how long it took? <laughs> two hours. Two hours. <laughs> <laughs> that that's that was a good scene it, it's oh man uh a lot of good jokes a lot of good one-liners oh, in yeah. this and i'd i'd have to be i i'd be remiss if i did not mention this when this movie came out they also released the video game on that's right PS3. Uh, it was a side-scrolling beat-em-up rpg and me and my friends played the crap out of that game it was so fun 
Um, we maxed out all of our characters and that got me into chiptunes and you hear a number of chiptunes in the actual movie itself. And that's just video game music when they're using the eight bit soundboards to create music. And if you haven't played the game, it's awesome. Get yourself a PS3, download it. I probably can't download it anymore, <laughs> but just try to find it and play it. It's a really fun game. All right. I'll definitely, it's probably on Steam. So I'll probably get it on Steam. That's where I get all the oh, games. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah, it might Steam. be on Steam. Yeah. So that's that's where I get any 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 game I want to play, or uh, hopefully I'm just like, it's got to be on Steam. So I'll look on Steam. Uh, so, I mean, <laughs> that's really all I got to say with this movie. I guess uh, our next set, I'll do a little, you know, improv, improv uh, segment where it's random facts, where, uh, for example, with uh, Scott, when he first, when he meets Ramona at the party, right? And he's standing next yeah. to her and he's talking to her about Puckman. And that's another great thing. It's yeah, just, yeah. You know, like, do you do drugs? If not, then I do. I do all the drugs, you know? <laughs> and so, um, <laughs> but in, in that scene where she, where he's talking to uh, Ramona Flowers about uh, Puckman, you see that there's this light switch like way above them. So if you look at that scene, it's just this random light switch, light switch that's like seven feet or whatever. It's just way above them and no one can reach it. And I guess apparently yeah, when, yeah. They were, when they were filming this movie, everyone on set, the director or whatever, they went to some fraternity house to film this party and that light switch is already just built like that and nobody knew why it was <laughs> like that. But that's the answer in case, because I saw on the internet, everyone wondered like, why is this light switch like this? And that's That's hilarious. Yeah, I did not know that at yeah, all. Shoot. So, <laughs> yeah, next time, yeah, you can always, you know, check it out. I'm sure if you put Scott Pilgrim light switch, it'll show you right there. But it's just this random light switch that nobody can reach, but for whatever reason, it's all the way up there. And it's just there for who knows, some weird Canadian fraternity thing. I don't know what goes on in Canada. <laughs> All I know is they bag their milk. They don't have it in cartons. They put them in bags. So <laughs> it's uh, it's the switch for their maple syrup, Tyler. That's what it is. Maple syrup and just <laughs> hockey pucks come raising down. So <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, oh, that's my goodness. That is my one piece of random fact. Uh, as far as like moving to our other segment, just rating in a close. I mean, I'd give this a really good seven and a half. It is mm. super rewatchable. I think you can just kind of dive into this really anytime. And I think you could like watch it one week and wait a couple of weeks and watch it again too. And it'll be, you know, just as entertaining or even having it on as background noise. So um, each time I watch it, it's just like, okay, it, it goes a little bit up, you know, in, in my book, because it's just how fun it is to watch, how funny it still is, even though Scott and Michael said, you know, they're just, they're just terrible. Right. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like, man, that is so Michael Sarah. I can't see. And I know sometimes we talk about recasts. I can't see anybody else playing Scott Pilgrim other than Michael really? Sarah. Yeah, like it's just it's weird. And every time I try to think about like who else would you do? Because you kind of kind of get like that dopey kind of person, right? And it's just you know maybe that one kid from Sky High. I can't remember his name. <laughs> and you, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, because he, he he was almost arrested. He was almost in Arrested Development. I can't remember his name, but that one kid from Sky High. You know he was going to be in Arrested Development, but he something happened with his visa. And so Michael Sarah had a, you know, he got, that's how Michael Sarah got his position <laughs> as a, uh, you know who you yeah, are interested. Yeah. <laughs> kid from sky high. <laughs> um, he's he's th one of our listeners. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm certain that he's listening and he's like, say my name, Tyler, say my name. You know it too bad <laughs> here I'll, I'll i'll google kit from sky high and we'll see what comes up bruce campbell's in that movie too so <laughs> uh so for me you know what tyler i really did love this movie and watching it this time around i, I think i was just not in the right headspace but just us 
spitballing and talking about the jokes, it did bring back a lot of nostalgia. And I really do enjoy this movie. You know what? I'm going to give it an eight. I think it may be uh, a little generous, but I, it hits home and i think the soundtrack slaps it's an awesome soundtrack and the video game is just very nostalgic for me so yeah i for me i'm gonna give it an eight because it filled such a void in my life and uh watching it again it kind of went down but it doesn't take away from what it's done for me so yeah oh yeah and you know it's also like it's it's unique i can't think of another movie definitely definitely that's 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 exactly like this or similar to this because it's like you think of a romantic comedy or drama romantic you know it's just you know they don't have these weird street fighter scenes or you know music battles or anything like that or (laughs) scott being terrible and so (laughs) yeah yeah and it's it's really well done like the editing uh, again, the transitions, it's I, I love how clever they're able to go from one scene to another, how they use the stylistic uh, title cards for like infinity or 10 minutes gone by or something like that. Very, very comic book like, very cartoon like. And they're really playing into the the original source material. So I love it. Oh, yeah. So we're going to move on to our next segment, recommendations. Is there anything you caught over the week or the weekend that you want to recommend or don't want to recommend? And Tyler, I can go first if you have nothing. So, <laughs> Oh, no, I have something. Oh, you have uh, something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I've been watching uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I, I, I was sick last week. That's why I wasn't on the episode. And it made me want to start, restart uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And it is so funny. It's like the first season is just a good reminder of why I I got into it, um, especially the dinner party episode. Oh, that yeah. One, uh, that one was really good. One of my favorites. Um, but I just watched the whole first season and I'm just going to continue on. But I'm certain that everyone knows about Brooklyn Nine-Nine. What people don't know about is it dropped today. Joji released an album called Nectar and it bangs. It's an awesome album. You should check it out. They have some really good slappers like Daylight, Pretty Boy, uh, Run. They're really good songs. Uh, If you have a Spotify account, check up Joji, J-O-J-I, and his new album is called Nectar and you will not be disappointed. There you go. Uh, I caught, of course, I'm still watching The Boys. I think uh, episode six just uh, six just premiered uh, today, actually, or even last okay. night. Okay, awesome, so, awesome. Uh, yeah, it's supposed to be on Fridays, but I think they're they're releasing them just on Thursdays. I think uh, even like their first episode, they kind of they did it where like Billy Butcher was on Twitter and he like they had a Billy Butcher account re- release the first episode of season two on a Thursday when it's supposed to come out on a Friday. So um, <laughs> <laughs> that's clever. Yeah, that is a little clever. So uh, The Boys is pretty good. It took a different turn than what I thought I was going to go away from the comics a little bit. But I like I like where they're going with it so far. And it's it's great to watch. You know, it's it's definitely one of the better things to watch on TV right now. And there's still a lot of stuff to watch. Uh, I've been watching Ratchet over on Netflix, and that's with Sarah Paulson and uh, Ryan Murphy is directing and producing it, I think, too, as well as Sarah Paulson. But those are the mm. people from uh, American Horror Story. So mm, Okay, all yeah, right. So it's still it's still through Fox, I think, too, as well. But um, this is the part I was a little confused about because I was like, is this like some sort of weird prequel to One Who Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest because with uh, Jack Nicholson? Because, of course, he had a Miss Ratchet or a Nurse Ratchet in that. 
And yeah, yeah. I, I guess they're supposed to be the same character, but it's some sort of psychological thriller mystery crime thing going on in this sort of prequel, I guess. So it's just loosely connected as far as I know. I don't, I think there's a book out there with it too. Um, it's okay. Like it's, <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's, it's nothing you have to run to. Um, if, because I've been watching American Horror Story since like it kind of came out like in 2011, 2012, if you've watched all those seasons and you've watched, you know, Ryan Murphy stuff, like as far as uh, American crime story with about the OJ Simpson mm. yeah, case. Yeah, yeah. And then there is another a second season too. It's, it's, it's kind of, you're starting to get the same feel. Like, it's just, you know, mm. it's Ryan Murphy. Like you just got way over the top sex stuff and you're just like, how <laughs> does any of this slide in a hospital? You know what I mean? And nurse, I know it's like yeah. the 1960s and 1950s or whatever. I don't even know what year it is, but I'm just like surprised. Like this is so over the top, but um, it's okay. Like it's, it's nothing you have to run to, but if you don't know what to watch, I mean, it's fun to watch Sarah Paulson in it, but yeah, they're, they're all starting to become a little more, uh, like a little more formula formula with Ryan Murphy. So, but mm. I've been, wa- I've been watching his stuff since like 2011. So it's like, yeah, you can, you can, you can already see where the story's going. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So, uh, that's what we got for recommendations. Uh, next week, I think we are starting Spooktober. Uh, Ooh, yeah, it's my favorite time of the year and I'm so excited for this one. (laughs) Oh yeah. So yeah, next, I think next Thursday is October 1st or whenever it is. And so, uh, what are we doing next week, Ryan? So we're going to bring it back to a classic. I know Nick's going to love this movie. I know you're going to love this movie. And I know the audience is going to love this movie. We're going to be doing Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. That's definitely, <laughs> that's that's a favorite of mine to do, especially in Spooktober. Oh, yeah, yeah man. That's, that's it, great. I think it's definitely a good uh, tradition to have during Spooktober, Rocktober, my favorite time of the year. And I'm ready to get my chill on because 2020 has already been terrible and I've been scared to death of all these other things. I want to be scared to death about aliens and monsters and psycho killers. That's what I want in my life. That's perfect right there. Yeah, because Kevin, and we'll talk about about it next week but yeah cabin in the woods is is great and that's another one of those weird movies that was supposed to come out but got shelved for a while and that's why you have <laughs> you know you have uh the other chris chris hemsworth there we go yes <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> so you got the other chris the chris hemsworth in there too but yeah definitely excited to talk about cabin in the woods uh where can we find you at ryan Hey, if you like listening to my voice, I do another podcast called Dragon Questicles. You can find us on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you download podcasts. If you just want to follow me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Ryan underscore dot com. That's Ryan with an I underscore D-O-T-C-O-M. And we're Talking Flick. You can always follow us over on Twitter at Flick underscore Talking. And if you really like us, you can leave a rating or review of whatever podcast if app you listen to. If you're going to rate us. Yeah, I was curious. I'm like, I'm always Someone used to, to somebody. <laughs> I'm Someone has to do it, Tyler. <laughs> I know. I'm always used to somebody interrupting me mid-sentence. So, uh, yeah, uh, rating review, whatever <laughs> podcast app you listen to, Apple, of course, is the big one right there. Thank you for the people who have been leaving us reviews and ratings. We do really appreciate it. Tell your friends, tell your family. Uh, follow us up on Twitter. We're starting to become a little bit more active on there, so definitely reach out to us. Um, we also have Patreon. Where you can donate any amount of money. You can get access to other content, and we'll have a link in the description for everybody's stuff. Finish the show, Ryan. Hey, that was Talking Flick, and we will talk at you next week. Yeah, I'm in lesbians with you. (laughs) (laughs) Milk and eggs, bitch. (laughs) Milk and eggs, bitch. It'll be cleaned on Monday.